Hello, my name is Jerry Durham, and I want to welcome you to my podcast, What's Best for the Patient is Best for the Business. This podcast was put together for you, the healthcare practice owner wants to achieve success in your healthcare practice and turn this practice, this clinic into a business. So if you want growth and scalability that drives financial performance, all three of those don't always come together. But if you want that, then you've come to the right place. I'm here to help you be most successful in your healthcare practice and turn it into a business. Cheers. Thanks for coming. All right. Welcome back. And today I want to start this whole idea around a future ready business. And I think I have a great person on here today and I'm really excited. Dr. Gretchen Halley is on with us. And again, a future ready business is just prepared to stop sitting around and waiting. I think that's the simplest way to describe it. And also, I think as Dr. Gretchen will fill us in, right, with her opportunities, thinking about how this probably is outside of the norm of where you're typically looking for new patients, where you're, how you're typically looking to grow your business. So welcome, Dr. Gretchen. How are you today? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, I'm excited. You know, we connected and you asked me about something you were doing and wanted some insight. And I was like, we've got to put that out there. It sounds so good. So share with us. Let's cut right to the chase. Share with us what you put together and what you're rolling out that I believe is going to be a huge solution for people. Yeah, so I'm a physical therapist, and about eight years ago, almost exactly this month, I became an MS certified specialist for multiple sclerosis, and it blew my mind immediately how few people are trained in MS, how few physical therapists and occupational therapists are trained in MS. At the time, I was living in Massachusetts, and I was one of four people in the entire state that was trained. And so there was a huge need, but a lot of people didn't even know that it existed or that more so that people with MS need a different type of treatment from orthopedic or even regular neuro treatments. So for about eight years, I've been starting MS clinics for physical therapy clinics, and I branched off on my own. And I'm finally at a point now where I've kind of helped as many people and I'm continuing to help them, but I've helped, I've nailed helping people with MS, but they want to see an in-person therapist near them and no one is trained. And so I've put together this training that concludes everything that I have learned over the last eight years, just with education and also implementing. And it's geared towards therapists, whether it's physical therapists, occupational therapists, and or clinic owners that want their therapists to get trained in MS so that they can help this specific population that's looking for help, but they just don't have anyone to go to. Yeah, that's cool. I want to clarify a couple of things I heard. So you were treating MS patients like virtually is that what you were doing? Virtually um, people or at one people point. or traveling? Also, to yeah. So a few years in, I started treating virtually because I am licensed in three different states. And so I was treating virtually via telehealth, these in people in these three different states and would travel to those states every so often to treat them in person too. 
which yeah, is so. crazy. That really goes to show you how few P- PTs are trained. Like I'm in Buffalo, New York. I drive seven hours or fly for about two hours to the Boston area to treat my clients there because they don't have many other options. And then I have other clients in Maine from Buffalo. So it it really goes to show how limited the access is that people are willing to either do telehealth or invest in home visits. Yeah, that's, I mean, that I've seen you, right? I know you've traveled because I've seen you on social media traveling to see people. And that was my, that was my first gut reaction. I was like, oh my God, this is a, I'm going to use this term, um, you know, underserved, meaning under, under helped, under misunderstood, maybe even population and just there's nobody available out there. So tell me a little bit more about, because you've shared some other things um, offline with me about, I don't, yeah, I'm not a neuro guy. So I, I may ask some stupid questions. So, but um, so we talked about MS. You said how you how you put together a program on how to help serve. I like to say help serve, help serve people with MS for the needs that they have related to how physical therapists and occupational therapists or therapists, let's say, can help them. You also mentioned that this some of this can lead to actually helping other people with other neurodiagnosis, also not just MS. Absolutely. And I was actually surprised to see that at first because I went into my MS training thinking, great, I'm going to be treating people with multiple sclerosis. And of course I I was, but very early on, as soon as neurologists started hearing that I was certified in MS, I was getting people diagnosed with Parkinson's disease fibromyalgia, hereditary spastic paraplegia, ataxia, like all these other neuro-based diagnoses simply because they knew that I had neuro training specific to MS. So it really expanded my personal clientele, but also the clinic too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, and so did you see that this training uh, helped you to help these other people too, is what is what you're saying. So you were able to, and I'm not saying you didn't have to do some additional work, but you were better prepared to help more people that potentially you had not, with different diagnoses you had not served before. Absolutely. Because the thing with neurodiagnoses is that and, and what I made the mistake of in the beginning is that I was just using orthopedic techniques because I was an orthopedic physical therapist and they were not improving for the most part, they were not getting better. And that's when I first started looking into, well, why, why, why are they not improving? And then that's when I first really learned about neuroplasticity and how neuroplasticity requires a different approach to exercise, different positions of exercises. And so it fits perfect for MS, but also really any neurodiagnosis because with orthopedic PT and orthopedic in general for therapists, I find that you're more so improving muscle strength, but with neurotherapy, you are first improving the neural pathways that lead to improved muscle strength. So the end goal is the same, but the way that you get there is different. And knowing how to do that is where you'll start seeing improvements. Yeah. Interesting. So your program is for both clinicians and 
shall we say, practices or practice owners. So clinicians who want to serve this part of the population, but also practice owners who want to serve more people in their community and get access to and have access and can go directly towards, shall we say, more MS and more neurotype patients. Is that correct? Right, right. And it's pretty shocking too. So I became an MS specialist and within one year of helping to grow the MS program for the clinic I was working at, a different orthopedic PT clinic called me and wanted to hire me because they wanted to grow an MS clinic because there's such few MS clinics or even just PTs that know MS and they were looking to grow and to advance their clientele, have help more people. And so it was pretty shocking how quick that transition came. Yeah, that is, that, that's, that's cool. And I think brings me right to this follow-up of, you know, this future ready business. I, I keep telling people, it's like, we can't keep doing things the same way, right? We can't have our blinders on. And there are more people, again, you just prove this to some degree there are more people looking for our help in our community that we don't even know right to reach out to that we can help and with some training um, we can serve this whole new population and you don't have to blow your business up we talked about this earlier you don't have to blow your business up you don't have to go exclusively online you don't have to do all you don't have to buy equipment you don't have to invest in new software you don't have to do anything other than invest in learning, invest in your team, invest in your practice right? to learn how to best serve this population, just like you would a quote unquote con ed course to -hmm. then serve. Yet this is not just another con ed course, that's for sure. How long, um, tell us a little more about the program. Yeah. So when you are working with people with MS, as I mentioned, it's more important that you are improving the neural pathways in addition to the muscle strength. So that requires a different form of therapy. But when you know that form of therapy, not only does your patient diagnosed with MS improve, but insurance offers more visits because they're starting to see improvements. Whereas they're not you know they just get cut off of, of well, therapy. yeah that that's an interesting point and there we are the provider trying to right. right trying to do good and we're we're not like you said using the ortho technique just as that example we're right. not seeing the improvement and then they get denied more care mm-hmm. and i got to a point when when i was working in clinic which i'm not anymore because i moved online but um when i was working in the clinic Before I was an MS specialist, I would say most of my patients with MS would get about eight visits or so before insurance saw the notes. They're like, yeah, they're, they have this chronic progressive disease. They're not improving. They're done. And then once we started training in this different way, I was getting like 30 plus visits for almost every patient that I was working with because they started seeing these clinical and functional improvements. So knowing that right way to treat can of course help the patient but also you're getting more pt sessions so it 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 works in in both worlds well yeah that that's a huge win i mean that just i call that the virtuous cycle it just right good things are happening for the patient the insurance company seeing it and the patient continues to improve the insurance company continues to pay it's like that's the way it's supposed to be 
Right. So with my online training for clinicians and or clinic owners who want their clinicians trained, so it's a three-step framework. The first step is the training, and it's more on the education behind MS and neurodiagnoses, because if there's one thing I've learned is that to be successful at treating people with MS and to be successful at explaining to neurologists how you're different and other you know, people that you want referrals from, you need to know MS and you need to know it to a point where you can understand how it's different and explain that to other people. So the first, the first step of the framework is all about education so that you can talk the talk and walk the walk. Then the second step, we get into actually the treatment and how do you do this? How do you treat all, all these different symptoms, MS, has probably 80 plus different symptoms that are possible for each individual person. And every person with MS has different symptoms. So we dive into the the treating, the training part of how to work with someone. And then the third step is goal setting for the patients, but also for the clinic. And what resources can you have to reach out to neurologists? How do you get more people with MS on your schedule? How to, how do you document so that you're getting more visits? So those are the three different steps that I take people through. Well, like I said, and I've said it before, and I'll say it after this, this is no con ed course, um, which is interesting because again, we were talking offline and the investment to do this course, I would say the ROI is greater than probably most con ed courses out there. And it's going to be less. Yeah, that's nice. So so the education, I, what I heard, of course, is the business owner. What I heard was the beginning, the end, because I really like that. So we get this education so we can talk, by the way, so we can talk to our clients, let's be honest, right? Absolutely. Patients, right? And then we yeah. can talk to referral sources. We can talk to the community. You know, I love being in my community. So if I can go out there and talk about how I can help people with MS, I want to be able to talk mm-hmm. and use properly and then the end i heard right about documentation around the billing and even how to find people right yeah you know that's interesting yeah it's like you said it's for the you know you you've got it for the clinician so it could be interesting because as a i'm just going to say employed staff pt and, and i'm not using that term in a derogatory manner by the way right? You can get this new knowledge and differentiate yourself. That's a word I like a lot. And by the way, I'll say this out loud as a past business owner, if you brought that with you to an interview, it'd be very, very, very powerful for those clinicians out there listening. And then from the practice owner side, right? I've heard all those things you said. So it's not just here's some treatment, go back and do it, right? Now, now you go back to the clinic and I'm looking at you going, how are we going to find people? Do you know how to document? Are we going to get paid? Blah, blah, blah. Right. So this covers all of that. How long is the program? 12 weeks. So there's one training each week with the idea that you learn and then you implement. So there's enough time to actually implement what you're learning for that week. And then the next week we move on to the next topic. So it's all online. Yep. Is it live recorded all the above? All the above. So it'll be live for those that can attend live and the timings switch in the days switch in, in hopes of 
being able to provide the training at a time where everyone can join at least a few of them, but they're all recorded and put in the program. Yeah, that's great. I think that's a huge component of it being, and it's not that there's not value in the other stuff, but you know, that being proactive and people coming back with specific questions, um, very valuable. Once a month, we'll have Q and A's as well. So if you weren't able to hop on live, you you can send in all your questions. And there's a community aspect too, which I'm really excited about because as a PT, I find so much value learning what other PTs are doing that's working for them, or even just saying, Hey, I tried this and it didn't work. What are you guys doing? So there's going to be a community aspect as well to ask questions, share wins, share struggles. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome too. Yeah, this is, yeah, I think this is so valuable. And again, start talking about this future ready business and me thinking from my side, what it's about from a business component, serving the community. And then you and I connect what last week. And I'm like, yeah, this is part of a future ready <laughs> business. And it's part of this idea of don't sit around and wait anymore. It's go, right. go find the community, go find those people in here. Yeah. Dr. Gretchen here found those people for us and she's waving her arm saying, they want your help Absolutely. and she's going to help you serve them. Yeah. I mean, I, I have at any one point, at least about 210 people with multiple sclerosis in my online courses. And that's all throughout the U.S., even worldwide as well. And while they're loving online, they also want to see someone in person, but there just isn't anyone. And so I'm excited to provide this because if this was available when I first started, this is like your all-in-one stop shop to all the things that you need to know how to treat someone with MS versus when I got certified there were, re- I spent so many hours just picking through articles and research and even Google trying to find like, okay, what do I need to know? How do I implement this? How do I treat someone with MS? And it was so confusing. I was so burnt out. There wasn't anything that felt like it just fit, that it just tell me what to do. Just give me the answers. And that's what I feel like I'm doing in this program. I'm just literally telling you what works, what research says, what I'm continuing to learn from continuing education courses. So it's just one-stop shop. You, This is where you can come to learn everything. Well, and then you have the community. So you have your, your expertise and your experience, and you also right. have the community um, that you put together, which I think is so valuable as we all know. And by the way, it doesn't matter if you're one year out or 30 years out, right? As you're doing something new, as you're taking on new information, trying to serve new, a new group of people, it's great to have people to talk mm-hmm. with too. And the name of the program is the, I wrote it down, that's what I'm looking at, is the MS Therapist Toolkit. Yes. Yeah, cool. And again, it's for practitioners and yet it's also for clinic owner, or I should say clinics, uh, so that you can bring it into your clinic and start to expand your community of people you're serving. Right. Yeah. And one reason for that is because when I was working in a clinic and I was the MS specialist, it was doing so well that they wanted to bring someone else in, but she wasn't uh, trained. She wasn't trained. Ah, great point. Great point. Yeah. And then when I left that clinic, 
they brought someone else in, but she wasn't trained. And so these people weren't trained. They didn't know what to do, yet they were trying to run this MS program and this help these people that are very different from orthopedic. And so so if I saw that in one clinic, I'm assuming lots of clinics would run into similar situations. Well, I think they run into that because you're, you're just, I mean, it doesn't matter where, right? Right. There's a person who does the work and does it well, by the way, billing. I run into, I run into owners who are paying a billing person and I talk to the owner. They don't have anything documented. All the knowledge is in their head, which mm -hmm. is the same thing. So if that billing person left, they'd have to bring on a new person, but they wouldn't even know how to train them. So back to you, you had all that knowledge in your head, you leave, they got to bring someone in and figure out how to, how to train them up. And you, your tool, your toolkit would be their training program, correct? Right. Yeah. So if when the, there's a few different options, when you're signing up for the MS therapist toolkit, one of them is, is lifetime access specifically for that reason. So if you have a therapist in two years from now that joins your team and you want them to help out with this program or at least with these patients, they've got the training right there for them. This is good stuff. So there's a couple different levels people can sign up for. Absolutely. So if you're more of just a clinician looking to advance your career, grow mm -hmm. your clientele, and also feel confident treating your patients. Because one thing that I felt initially was I did not feel confident. They weren't improving. I was doing my best trying to research what to do, but I just constantly felt stuck and burnt out. So if you're a clinician that just wants to feel excited again and feel like you're doing a good job and rewarded after working with your patients, then there's options for clinicians, but then there's also the option for clinics if they're looking to train multiple people and get lifetime access. Yeah, that's great. I like what you said about the individual clinician side too, that confidence is, I remember sitting across from people going right in the back of my head, right? And having that confidence and then, yeah, the burnout, the everything else, right? I mean, we all want, and I preach this all the time, right? We all want a schedule full of people that we know, right? That we're more educated about, more knowledgeable about that we feel like we can help. And if you go through the training and you have more of these people and by these people, I mean, it could be MS, it could be some of the neuro stuff too. Right. And you're gonna be happier moving through your day knowing you have the resources and the training and then the resources to go back to. That's what I like about the community thing and everything else, right? You have people to go back to, to bounce things off and you've got a built-in community, even if you're the only, that's the other thing. You were the only one in your office. There wasn't a lot of other people to break it down with, right? No. Talk about- No, I was the only one. The MS mm -hmm. patients. And if I was probably working next to you back then, I'd be like, what the hell is Gretchen doing? I'm not even going to talk to her about that. Because <laughs> I'd have been like, oh my God. Yeah. So yeah. So if you, especially if you're the only one and I do, I got, I want, want to say this again out loud because I talked to a lot of early on people, the value, I'm just going to put it out there. If you go through this, the value you can bring to a clinic that doesn't have this is greatly yeah. increased and if you've gone through this and you listen to all these parts and you know how to speak this speak the language and you know how to talk to the providers referrals your community and you go to a clinic and you say i have these and i've done this training and everything else you are more valuable there's no two ways about it 
Absolutely. And especially when we're talking about outpatient clinics, your patients can no-show, they can cancel if they're not fully bought into what you're doing. The the majority of people with MS have been to physical therapy with an orthopedic PT and didn't get results. And so they actually might be reluctant, even if you've formed a relationship with their neurologist and their neurologist gives them a script to come, they might still be iffy. I saw this so much when I first started, which is why that first session was really me explaining the difference and getting them to buy into it. And then, so those 30 plus sessions that I got, they were happy to come in because they bought into it. They understood what the potential was, even though they hadn't experienced that before. That's so good. So then you're talking about the, what'd you call it? The first phase? What'd you call it? Yeah, the first phase. So the first phase of the training is really get the terminology. Yeah, I I think you said this, but it kind of went over my head so that you can even have a conversation with a potential client or a brand new client to make Mm -hmm. sure they understand that, hey, right? I'm coming from this, I'm coming from this space of understanding the neurology and your diagnosis, not an orthopedic PT. Right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And they've been to so many people, huh? Yeah. And they might not be trustworthy that this well, is- they shouldn't be. By the way, right. I'm going to say, you, right? So you're giving clinicians the opportunity to say, you can trust me and let me tell you why. That's what I love about this. I don't think they should trust you at this point without you being able to talk the talk. I really don't. I think a lot of people who join this training are going to be looking forward most to the second phase, which is where we'll learn the exercises, the training. But it's so important that before we even get there, you understand the difference. You understand how it works, why it works, because you'll need to explain that to your patients, to neurologists, to anyone you're looking to get referrals from. Because that's that's really what's going to set you apart initially, is understanding that. Then you can get results with treating. But if no one's buying into what you're doing, you don't you won't have people to work with. Well, there <laughs> I say that I'm like, if you can't get them to understand how you can help them. They're not coming back. So how are you helping them? Yeah. Even if you could have. Right. I'm going to go one step further on this because then if you go through this training and you go through that first phase and you start to understand better the people you can serve, then you can bring that upstream to the front desk team and make sure that when people call in, because by the way, I, I hear this a lot, by the way, not just all diagnoses, diagnoses, people calling in for physical therapy who were told to call physical therapy. And you can hear the apprehension as they say, well, I've been to a lot of places and no one addresses it. Mm-hmm. And so again, take that expertise, take that training, then go up to the front desk and make sure they know some of the keywords. Oh, by the way, Gretchen, we do have an expert here who helps people right, with MS, with your diagnosis, and maybe just two or three other things. And they're just going to go, the uncertainty is going to drop. So at least they'll have a conversation, get on the schedule. And then by the way, my favorite thing is they walk in the room expecting you to talk to them in the manner that you will talk to them. Absolutely. It was recently reported, I think it was maybe two or three years ago, that the estimated number of people worldwide with MS 
was double what we initially thought it would be. We initially thought it was a million. And now we know that it's 2 million people with MS worldwide. And if I remember correctly, at least 1 million is in the United States alone. And then the other million is spread out through every other country. So it's a lot. And people are being diagnosed much sooner. I remember this. Technology. I was just going to ask, is the time, I remember the, the check boxes. I, I did some research when I was in school. Yeah. Don't ask me about it, but it was one of the few things I don't remember. It must have been a project. And I dove into it and realized the time and the boxes that had to be checked. So that has short. Yeah. I mean, when I first became an MS specialist about eight years ago, I would say the average answer, the question that I would always ask my patients, and this is one that got them to buy in, I would never say, how long have you had MS? My question is, when were you diagnosed with MS? And when was your first symptom? Because so often, especially back then, eight years ago, almost everyone said, well, I was diagnosed in this year, but I've had symptoms for 15 years. Like, but my first symptom was 10 years prior. So that was very, very common to be about really anywhere 10 to 20 years difference of diagnosis date versus first symptom. Now it's much more common to hear like one to three years of first symptom before diagnosis. Yeah, so that, that, that's more so interesting. Yeah. yeah. I remember periodically seeing an MS patient. We won't go into my plan of care treatment choices. I, I probably have had two or three in front of me early on in my career. And I just remember the journey to get the diagnosis. That, that was always yeah. the take home was that journey just to get a diagnosis and the impact, right? It had to be mentally mental capacity of right having symptoms and no one can tell you why and then finally gets diagnosed yeah and then you're sitting across from someone going how long have you had this and it's like oh for fucking ever but right you diagnose it till a year ago right so yeah and i loved your terminology what a great example and so making sure people are dialed into this terminology and everything else is so important anybody that who listens to this show knows yeah, this, yeah I love that, this part. that question alone, immediately they feel like I have MS myself because I know to ask that I know that there's a difference enough to ask that question differently. Most of the patients that I work with think I have MS because of how well I understand it, which I take as a compliment. I do not have well, MS. Right. Which is empathy in my opinion, right? right. That, would be, yeah. that would be, hey, I'm being empathetic, truly, right? So I'm talking to you about this where you almost feel like this person is you or no, right? Knows you mm -hmm. better than anybody else. Oh, that's such good stuff. And that's all included in uh, phase one. It is. Wow. Yeah. And I love you. I'm going to repeat this. I love you going back. Everybody's going to want to jump to phase two to get the treatments <laughs> and the, and the yeah. things and exercises. And yet I'm going to sit here without seeing one speck of it and only speaking to Gretchen about it is phase one is going to be the most is going to be the money shot because that is it going to be is. where you're going to learn how to communicate with someone so you can get to the treatments. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, this yeah. is, I knew it. I knew when I spoke to you even short term and the thing was come on the podcast and talk about it so I could learn more. And this is just, yeah, it's even better than I thought. Just, <laughs> and this is great. This is why I wanted to get you on here so other people could hear about it too. So how can people find you slash the MS Therapist Toolkit. 
Yeah. So I can give you a link that you can put in the show notes where you can learn more about it. You can choose which of the membership or not membership options, but offer options you want to sign up for, whether you're an individual clinician or if this is for a full clinic. And our first round starts on September 27th. So later this month, and it'll go for 12 weeks. So once I have 10 people, it's going to close for the next three months, and then we'll open up another round after that. So, you're so, gonna, so for people listening after September, you're going to be, you're going to be opening it up every three months, at least for that's now. That's the plan. Um, Go to the no, link for the updates, right? And find out right. whenever you open this. Yeah. And if you're on the, I have like a wait list as well. So that'll okay. still stay up and running. So if someone didn't get this first round, but they want more information, then they can sign up for the wait list. And I'll keep them in, informed. So I was just going to say, so I would say sign up for the wait list because they'll be informed and going around and they'll be the first to know whether they choose to do it or not, correct? Exactly. So, so I'm actually sending an up. email. Yeah, I started a wait list about a month, maybe six weeks ago, because I knew this was coming. I wanted to make sure those that were interested were able to get the information first. So I have a wait list. They're actually getting an email today for the first time saying, hey, here's oh, everything. Cool. Go ahead and sign up. Yeah. Um, but if you're not already on the wait list, yeah, that, that'll stay up and running so that if you do miss this round or if it's not good timing, then you can always find out about the future ones. Cool. Yeah. So get on the wait list, everybody. Just yep. get in the link and sign up. And that's great. So again, if you're listening before September 27th, get on there and yeah. for your shot and if you're listening after get on there anyway and wait for your next shot because it'll keep updating well this is yeah. awesome i really appreciate you sharing i'm so glad you reached out i'm so glad i've heard about this i want to be able to share this it really serves my vision and my mission of what i want to do and so help more people get served and help people educate the people to serve them so it's bringing that yeah. all together and you do, we didn't go too deep in this, but you know, you are connected on the other side, right? To the MS mm -hmm. world, you, you've shared with that, but I just want to make sure people heard that. So yeah. the connectedness with the people who need your services, meaning the people taking the training and the resources there is, so here, here's my takeaway. Phase one, phase one. Phase three, yeah, right? The only thing I'm going to go yeah. away from is the treatment part. Phase one, phase three, and then your connectedness with this community is so invaluable. So that's, yeah. that's what and I want everybody to hear. They Let's yeah. face it, if they Googled hard enough and long enough, they'll find the treatment. So you're filling in, right? You're filling in the stuff that you can't get elsewhere, that it's taken you forever to build up, mm -hmm. right? From that first time. Yeah. And what I'm planning on doing as well, because all of the, I, I lecture nationally and internationally multiple times every month. And people are always asking me, where can I find a PT that knows MS? Where can I find an OT that knows MS? So what I'm planning on doing is for everyone who completes the training, creating a document. And then anytime someone asks me that, I'll be able to say, okay, here's this PT in the New York City area. Here's this PT in the Los Angeles area, or here's an OT in Canada. Um, just so it's this conclusive list of people who I know, know the information that needs that they need to know in order to effectively treat them. And then that will help the clinician as well as the clinic too. 
that's going to be invaluable. I, I think I, I think there are multiple reasons to sign up for this, whether a clinician or a practice owner. Um, mm -hmm. Practice, I'll say, sorry, as a practice to sign up for this. There's, it just gets better the more we talk about it. So <laughs> what is, just tell me the link. What is the, is it MS Toolkit or MS? So it's drgretchenholly.com forward slash the MS therapy toolkit there cool. sorry i just want to say it out loud toolkit. yeah sorry say it again i won't talk yep so it's drgretchenholly.com forward slash the ms therapist toolkit cool i still wanted people to hear that because someone's yeah. probably gonna type it in and at least find it so yeah that'll be in all the show notes also and i'll so, give you the link for the wait list as well in case people are hearing oh, cool. this after the september start cool. date so we'll, we'll, we'll have all your info in there and I really appreciate you sharing this and I appreciate you reaching out and appreciate you taking your time to chat with me about this because I'm, I'm deaf, you know, this is the other thing, you know, right. I work with practices. I work with clinics. These are things that I share with them. That's why, that's why I was happy to connect with you. If I'm going to show up and tell them, look, we, we can't keep doing things the same way. I want to be right. able to run them to all these resources. Right. So this is great. So thank you very much. I appreciate it. Of course. Thank you.